Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. So this week, first of all, I just want to say, I'm so happy that Laura and I are sitting in the same room together because it has been such a crazy week where we have literally been like two ships passing in the night. And this podcast, like recording together makes us, I don't know, round out the week so well. And it just like feels so good to talk about these topics. And um, today's topic, we are really excited to talk about because we both actually were listening to the same podcast episode that was published by another one of her favorite people to follow. And in that podcast episode, she talked a lot about how the routine that she has every single day is not a routine. It's more of a reset. And she talks about how she doesn't have something super rigid that she follows, but instead it's like, you know, if she can take some time in the morning to do one thing that makes her feel good, she'll do it. And then maybe she'll take a break and do something else. And it all sounds really, really good. Right. (laughs) And so the thing about that though, is that Laura and I had the same like response to it. It would be great to do what she's doing. If we actually had the luxury or privilege to be working from home every single day without having deadlines that were imposed upon us by other people and like had more fluidity, but that just isn't the reality of our situation. So where we want to take this discussion today is um, in this direction of you can have goals and you can be flexible in the way that you approach those goals, but you also need to put it into the best context that works for you. So like listening to this podcaster talk about how she has this routine that she does and it's like sporadic throughout the day. I was like, wow, that must be really awesome to do our lives. No, (laughs) because we still have, while we can build our own schedule and we do have a lot of um, freedom in the sense that we can be flexible in filling up our days and when meetings are scheduled and things like that to a certain degree. We also know that from the hours of like 8 30, 9 o'clock until 5, 5 30. We kind of are also at the whim of whether an emergency pops up with a client, if we have to run into court for something, if we have a meeting that pops up that's an emergency. And we almost have to be at the mercy of our calendar in that sense. So, like, we don't have the same flexibility to say, I'm just going to go do like a workout at 12 30. <laughs> yeah. Or even 8 a.m. Yeah. Right. So, she was talking about how she, you know, gets her kids out the door. And then at 8 a.m., when her husband, who doesn't work, takes the kids to school, she will then start do like a little something for herself, like whether it's a full morning routine or a mini, you know, morning routine, whatever. And I was listening, Amy and I, it was so funny. We had the same reaction. Um, and for me, it goes back to the same theme that we we talk about all the time. You have to do what works for you. Yep. So I understand that not for me, the I have to get my stuff done, my morning routine starting at 5 a.m. Because that is the time that works for me. I also happen to be a morning person. I love getting up before everybody's up and just having quiet time. But that's what works for me. Getting my my routine in at 8 a.m. 
would never work for me because I'm already getting ready to go out the door. Right. So that would not work for me. She also suggested sometimes she has to do it in the middle of the day. We can't do that. Like that doesn't work for our schedule. Um, doesn't work for our business or anything like that. Um, and it just reminded me of you can get so caught up in what other people are doing and looking at somebody else. Say somebody's looking at me on social media and saying, Oh my God, 5 a.m. She starts her morning routine and right. she gets that all done before the kids get up. I can't do that. And then you start to feel bad about yourself. And it's happened to all of us, Mm -hmm. right? You see what somebody else is doing and you're like, well, that I can't do that. And so I must be doing something wrong. Right. And that's not true. Like you, you really have to find a routine that works for you. And you just can't get caught up in what other people are doing. Like, because if I listened to this podcast this morning and thought, oh my God, I, why am I not doing that at 8 a.m.? Yeah. Well, it's because it doesn't work for me. Yes. And you really have to pay attention and see what works for you and give yourself grace. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Totally. And one of the other pitfalls that can come from this is we're listening to um, a podcast episode by a woman that we both admire. We think she's incredible. She's super successful. She's built this incredible business. And what also can happen is there can be this pitfall or or this trap of other people listening to the way that she sets up her day and think to themselves that that's her secret sauce to being successful. And therefore, if I'm not doing it the way that she's doing it, I can't be successful like her either. It's, I mean, uh, for another example is people that always ask other people like that are in incredible shape, like, what do you eat every single day? And then they ask, so and then true. they, they adopt yeah. that, that, um, that nutrition regimen, or they adopt the meals that they do. And then they're like, but now I'm not seeing the results. So I guess there's something wrong with me. It's not that that program or that system is not right for you or right for you right now, but you you can take that leap and like jump over 16 hurdles and make these assumptions and draw these conclusions about yourself that really are not productive, right? It's so not productive at all. And it's so easy to fall into that trap. So easy. Even, oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not, you know, taking care of my kids first thing in the morning, or I'm getting up and taking care of myself first and not taking care of my family first. Does that mean something about me? No, that you know what that means? That means that that's the only time that you can do it. Like that's what that means. Right. And you have to focus on what works for you. And that yes. example you just gave is so good about the nutrition mm-hmm. because every person is different, right? So my body's different. Your body's different. Like yep. everybody is their own person. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what works for me in terms of a nutrition plan or even a workout plan might not work for you right? because you're different. right? And it's the same thing with anything else. It's the same thing. Like my morning routine, we just happen to be on the same wavelength with that, yep. but my morning routine might not work for you. You might really hate getting up at 5 a.m. Like to the point where it ruins your day. Yeah. If you have to get up, there are people that are just not morning people. So if that's you, don't be hard on yourself. Like that just doesn't work for you. Maybe you could find time during lunch to journal for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a two hour routine. Yeah. Which is something that she said that I did agree with this morning is that it doesn't have to be some full fledged morning routine. Like it could be like you, if you have five minutes that day, 
take five minutes to journal, right? Or take 10 minutes to to go for a walk or do something else. Mm -hmm. And also the other thing she said that I agreed with was it also doesn't have to be the same every day, right? Like don't kill yourself. If you can't, you know, get up at 5am and do the same morning routine every single day. Like Mm -hmm. if you have really small babies, that's not going to work for you. Right. I mean, that's the other thing too. I look, I'm not saying that everything that you said was wrong, but what I can say, and this is what Laura and I both agree with is that there was a little sense of like making her feel better about herself and like explaining it that way of, you know, this is what I do and this just works for me. And it's like, like justifying it. Yes. Justifying it. And like, okay, so great. That works for you right now. But when your kids get a little bit older, come back and talk to us because I'm sure it's going to change. And you're going to be like, Ooh, I get all this time in the morning, or I don't have to pack their lunches or whatever the case may be. Just everything is always changing. And again, you have to find what is going to work best for you. What worked best for me four years ago when I had one child and I had a like an amazing system and an amazing routine is going to be different than what it looks like right now, because right. there's so much else that changes in the middle of it all. Absolutely. And just like when my kids were little, I tried to fit that morning routine into my schedule. And I used to get up, remember, 4.05, my alarm would go off. Yeah, I would go downstairs, I would get my workout in, do my morning routine to make sure I was up and showered by five, six o'clock, they used to get up, I think. Um, and so that's what worked for me then. But now that they're older, I don't need to get up at 4am. No, like I don't have to get up that early to get my morning routine. in. I have one thing I've done is I've had to be a little bit flexible and adjust it a little bit because I can't spend as much time. If I want to sleep a little bit more, I can't spend as much time like reading in the morning. Right. So because I need to be ready by a certain time to get them up and then your day just takes off. Oh, yeah. So like I know at 640, I need to wake Christopher up because if I don't, he'll be late. Mm -hmm. Like we need a good 15 minutes to drag him out of bed. So So I know Kaylee gets herself up. She's up ready, whatever. Chris, not so much. So I know by 640, I need to be dressed, ready in the kitchen, getting their breakfast ready and getting him out of bed. Right. Um, And so that leaves me about an hour and 40 minutes. So I had to, I cut 20 minutes out of my morning routine, but that's working for me now. And I made that change. And maybe one day when they're a little bit older and Chris doesn't need me to drag him out of bed in the morning anymore, next year, he'll be in middle school getting on the bus an hour later. So I will probably be able to change that next year. Right. Right. But where I am now, I have had to make that little bit of a change. So you can't be, I could very easily say to myself, my God, where am I going to make up the 20 minutes? Like I'm I'm missing 20 minutes. I need to do something. No, I had to sit and have a serious talk with myself and say, it's okay. Yeah. This is what it used to be. This is not what it is now. Just be flexible and don't compare yourself to everybody that you watch on Instagram. And one of my favorite all-time phrases that Laura will laugh at is stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> just do your thing. Yeah. Whatever is working for you. Do not continue to compare yourself to everybody else. And also don't think that just one facet of that person's life is going to be the secret sauce to the success that they see. Right. Because do Doing all look, I think the same podcaster also came on and did a whole episode of the thousands of dollars that she was able to spend on specific products that she's using and consuming this year. That's not me. I'm not, that's not what I'm interested in doing. So I'm gonna find other ways that work for me to work and not 
go out and buy the next latest and greatest thing just because she said it's working for her. That doesn't guarantee success in my life, in my situation. So again, I think the other overarching theme here that emerges is that you have to be flexible in your approach. And you can be really firm in the goals that you have, but you have to be flexible in the way that you approach those goals. So for example, like Laura mentioned before, if you can't get your morning routine or whatever reset or routine you have during the day completed the way that you imagine it to be completed every day, that doesn't mean that all hope is lost. Then just adjust and see if there's some other way that you can fit something else in. For example, earlier this week, I had a late morning that I just got out of bed late. Joseph was up in the middle of the night. It was just an off day. And instead of having time to do my workout in the morning, which I absolutely love to be able to do and just get it done with, I said, you know what? I know that I'm going to have time between 5 and 5.30 before the kids come home. I'm going to jump and do a Peloton ride at that time because I know that my workday is going to be done by then. I can schedule it accordingly. And I did it and I got it done and I still felt great being able to finish it. So, and you didn't die. And I didn't die. I didn't, I I was flexible in the approach that I had. So there is something to be said about the rigidity that comes with a routine and how you can fall into the trap of like an extreme direction of it's all or nothing. Like it has to be done one specific way or it's not going to be done at all. That's something that it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to really dispense that mindset. Wouldn't and you say? Yeah. If you're somebody, and I am that way, like I need my routine to be the way it is every single day. And if I have a day where I can't do exactly what I want to do in the morning, I get really upset about it. Yeah. And so I've had to really work on that and understand, like, it's almost like, um, like I take it too far to an extreme. Like if I can't get a workout in, like when we go away to Ripken for the baseball tournaments, I'm and we're, we have one coming up in April and we're away for three days and I just can't get a workout in. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like the last time we were there, I had to say to myself, it's okay. Like you're not going to melt because Mm -hmm. you're not getting your workout in, do a little reading, do something else, do some other part of your routine before you have to head out for the day. Right. Just so you can do something. So yeah. I can make myself feel like I got some part of my routine in, but there are going to be times where you have to deviate yeah. from your routine. Yeah. I am so bad at it. So I, when I tell you that I know how hard it is, it's coming from a place of really knowing how hard it is because I take things to the extreme. Yes. And here's another footnote, just devil's advocate here for a second. Laura and I have been on the journey towards wellness and incorporating these routines and making sure that we're putting these um, uh, wellness efforts like first in mind, right? They're priorities to us. So journaling, gratitude, reading personal development, doing our workouts, eating healthy, all that stuff, right? We've been doing it for years and years. If you are just getting started, you might need a routine because you don't have one. Mm -hmm. And you might need that regimen of, you know, being told this is what you should do just to get you on a track and to build a habit of consistency over time. Right. Right. So there is something to be said. Not all routines have to, you know, end up being so extreme where you're beating yourself up if you miss a day. But you also might need the extra push to say, yeah, a routine might be really helpful because right now I feel so all over the place that I don't have any consistency. I don't have any habits that I'm building. I'm kind of just like flying by the seat of my pants. 
And so that's where you have to say to yourself, am I using this as an excuse? Am I using this like, I'll do a little bit here and I'll do a little bit there. And that's an excuse to just not want to stick with something and make the commitment, right? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely helped. Like having a morning routine definitely got me through those earlier years Mm -hmm. because that was such a struggle for me. Like with three young babies and the job that we were at, like it was just the whole thing. Yeah, I needed that time to kind of keep me going and and just make me feel better and have some kind of positivity to my day. Right. Um, But it could even be an evening routine. Like it doesn't have to be in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like I have an evening routine that I do, right? So I go into my growth day app, of course, and you can do your life scores. So he has, of course, the same questions for every day. And I go through just to like think back on my day and think about what went well, what didn't, um, and think about how I need to set myself up for the next day. That takes me five minutes, right? right. So it doesn't have to be this like extensive, huge, long routine Because I think that can feel overwhelming, especially if you're just starting out. And adding something might not be the the necessary next step. You might need to remove something, right? Yeah. So like instead of sitting on the couch and scrolling through Netflix or, you know, social media or whatever, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to stop doing that. You don't even have to do anything else. Maybe you just go to bed a little bit earlier. But it doesn't have to be that you have to do something else. So add another checkbox to your to-do list for the day. It could be something needs to be removed. And on the flip side, you might need to start building habits by adding something in as opposed to removing things and making yourself feel restricted as well. So you kind of have to play with that and see like, okay, what, what feels best for me at the end of the day? And that really leads back to you have to do what works for you. Yeah. So if we could have a couple takeaways um, for you from this episode, it's that you have to be flexible in your approach, but firm with your goals. I absolutely love that. Um, but it can be really hard to be flexible, but you should be flexible knowing that not every day is going to be the same. Life has lots of up, ups and downs, throws us lots of curveballs. Um, I heard the best line you know, Ed Milet, of course, of my course. hero. Um, he interviewed Tim Tebow this this week. They released mm. the episode. And I love Tim Tebow. Um, he's very religious and spiritual. And it was just such an amazing interview. But he said, adversity is either here in your life, it just left, or it's on its way. And so good. Right? And it's true. Like life is is there's adversity. There's our days are going to be good and you can get your routine in. There are days that are going to be not so good and you have to find something else or, or be flexible and figure something else out. Right. So be flexible in your, in your approach, but firm with your goals and you have to find what works for you. Stop comparing yourself to everybody you see on social media because your life is yours alone and different from everybody else's. So you have to find something that works for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.